0: This is Dale Junior, and you're listening to Dirty Mo Radio.
1: They picked up Wyatt and hooked him up to the zip line and looked at me and Kelly and pushed they him were off. Like, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, we said he's going alone. They said, "Oh yeah, yeah, he's got to go by himself. You can't go with him." So here goes our two-year-old down a probably it was a,
2: 400 feet. Yeah, 400 feet. Yeah. foot zip line. Welcome to Fastlane Family with Kelly Earnhardt Miller. Welcome to Fastlane Family today in studio. It's my hubby
0: L.W. and I. And uh, we started off Fast Lane Family at the beginning of the year in February when we had our first episode together just talking about family and stories. And we've had a a slew of, or I've had a slew of interviews with some great women in racing and really have enjoyed that. But today, LW and I are just going to talk family again. On the show, I've talked a lot about camping and our love for camping. So we just took our first camping trip with the family with Carson and Kennedy and Wyatt. Yep.
1: We uh, went up to <laughs> Helen, Georgia for a, a little three-day camping trip and had a blast. Got to experience all kinds of fun things. Uh,
0: so everybody says, where's Helen, Georgia? Except for the people that maybe live in Helen, Georgia or, 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 or close or, or by. Why, or why Helen, Georgia? Or why <laughs> Helen, Georgia, yes. As a kid, Dell and I, they were actually friends of my dad's uh, that lived in Tacoa, Georgia. And I remember going to their house in the summer for, we would spend like a week there, and, and they had twin girls that were my age and a son that was Dell's age. And uh, Helen, Georgia, is just about 30 minutes from Tacoa. And we would go from Tacoa to Helen and tube. That was the thing, is tubing and it wasn't quite like i remembered it from being a kid but it was it was fun still it was really fun we had a great weekend actually but helen's like a little german town uh sitting in the middle of the mountains of georgia there uh on the north side of georgia just a quaint little town uh, with the chattahoochee river going down the middle of it which is where we tubed and lots of other kind of tourist fun type of things to do
1: yeah it was uh you know, I guess that was on our bucket list for some of our camping destinations. You know, we'll some trips we'll just we'll go up in the mountains and we'll go camping, but then we have certain trips that are uh, a destination that we've had on our list and this is one of them that you've been talking about for a couple of years about wanting to go yeah. there and, and, and revisit and take the girls up there and you forgot the uh, the Cabbage Patch uh, Hospital, which we went to. Yes. Experience. Well, that really was so the re- was, yeah uh, right. So I so I remember
0: good. Helen right because of my childhood memories. But it was kind of on the bucket list because Babyland General is is nearby in Cleveland, Georgia. And uh, if you know the Cabbage Patch dolls, if you're a Dell Junior fan, you probably have the Dell Junior Cabbage Patch doll because it actually exists. But it is where the cabbage. It is where uh, Mother Cabbage has the cabbage patch dolls um it was extremely corny uh, as an adult watching that but the, <laughs> the Kennedys seemed to enjoy it i guess
1: yeah i thought it was it was interesting I mean, it was nothing like what i envisioned when you told me we were going to the cabbage patch what do you call it? Hospital, again? <laughs> Cabbage Patch <laughs> yeah, Hospital. Yeah, right. Uh, I remember the Cabbage Patch dolls being a a, a real big thing when, probably when I was about twelve years old. Yeah, and when Everybody we were kids. was talking about getting a Cabbage Patch, and they all stood in line for hours to get one. And that's that's the extent of what I know about Cabbage yeah, Patch dolls. I had is, a Cabbage Patch doll. Twelve dog. years old. I remember <laughs> everybody talking about standing in line. So I wasn't quite experienced on that level, but it was uh, really, I mean, it was pretty neat. It was it was a very big very clean, and very full of kids, Uh, you know, it was was pretty exciting. It was a a neat thing to see.
0: It was cool. So we adopted a baby. Um, Two. Well, (laughs) (laughs) we adopted some babies and watched the baby, watched Mother Cabbage birth a baby boy while we were there, and uh, they took it in the nursery and, and did all the little Things that you do to babies. was well, quite entertaining. Yeah, <laughs> so besides Babyland General, we went tubing, which was a lot of fun. We actually went down the river twice. Uh, on, on day one, we decided to tube kind of late in the afternoon, I guess. Not, not terribly late, but it was just kind of, a oh, we're going to go do this. Boy, was that water cold on the Chattahoochee. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, we, uh, we each, we had Carson and Kennedy and Kelly and myself, we each had a, an inner tube and we put Wyatt on a tube with me and we rented the tubes, which were pretty cool. They had bottoms in them so you weren't actually in the water the whole time. And you, so you rented a tube and then there was a bucket next to the tube with sticks that you could buy a stick as a pusher, which that only cost $3
0: to tube and $5 for a stick, Five for the pusher Go stick figure. Yeah.
1: <laughs> which we the first day didn't think that we really needed to pusher sticks um which we <laughs> which I really didn't need being that I had you had me Wyatt and my tube so kelly spent most of the first trip getting out and pushing us over the rocks i was so sore the next day i'm thinking to myself what happened my hips and (laughs) legs were sore
0: i was like oh it was the 32 times i got out of my inner tube to pull us off the rocks
1: yeah at one point wyatt and i were floating down we had kelly's tube was hooked to my tube and Wyatt and i were floating down and kelly was kind of dragging behind us uh, bouncing off the rocks and I did yeah. bounce off ne- one from shoulder say, to we went, foot. Went back the next day for our second round of tubing. We we each bought a uh, a pusher stick because I think that I lost my pusher after the first round.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> I was no longer pushing in the pushing category, but it was. But the second time was really fun. I don't know. It seemed like we all stayed together because Carson and Kennedy on our first trip down they went way ahead of us and got ahead of us, and the second trip down we all kind of stayed together and bounced off each other and had fun along the way. And then we went zip lining. Ziplining was fun. I enjoyed
1: it. Yeah, we we signed up to go ziplining horseback riding, which I was excited about the zip lining, not so much about the horseback riding, and, and Mother Nature prevailed, so we didn't end up doing the horseback riding, but the ziplining part of the of the day was really neat. That was something that I'd never done. I don't. I guess you've never no? done it either. Um, the kids did it a little bit when well, we tried it one time a, yeah, a we couple tried of years it in ago, then it got time. rained out, so they didn't get to finish. So they had a little experience, so we had none, but it was really, really cool. Took an old army jeep with a trailer on it and they hauled everybody way up on top of the mountain and then you kind of ziplined from station to station on down the mountain and the uh, the key with where we went was we we were told that Wyatt could go with us so we envisioned him being in like a or at least I envisioned him being in a like a some kind like of a nap sack attached to me <laughs> like, you know like a baby bajorn type holder or something like that and as we got to the first zip line. The two girls went down, and and then Kelly and I and Wyatt were there, and they picked up Wyatt and hooked him up to the zip line, and looked at me and Kelly, and pushed they him were off. Like, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we said he's going alone. They said, Oh yeah, yeah, he's got to go by himself. You can't go with him. So here goes our two-year-old down a uh, probably uh, 400
0: feet. Yeah, 400 yeah. foot
1: zip line, and <laughs> <the> he trees. <laughs> he didn't even quiver one time until he got just as he went got into the trees and got out of sight of us. You could tell that panic was starting to strike. And he uh, he started to get upset, but he he shook it off and jumped right up on the next one that we got to, and went went to and all. I guess it, yeah. were six different yeah. lines that we ran down, and he did them all. You know, the last four, yeah, the last four uh, we got to do with him. But, but he um, was that was really that was a, a, an awesome experience, and all. Have to say that as he gets older, he can probably show pictures and videos of him at two years old going down a zip line. And there's probably not a whole lot of other kids that'll be able to say that they <laughs> had the courage to do that. Or so at age that was five, really cool. yeah. At age
0: five, he might not really want to do it again. Yeah, as he <laughs> he was... looks at the video now and he says, "Me don't like that. Me don't like that." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was fun though. Yeah, I, I enjoyed a, it a lot. Had a great time. On one line, you could go upside down, which was cool. And then on the last line, you actually they they had two lines. And you could either go on the wet side or the dry side, and the wet side was through a uh, fountain that was in a pond. I chose the dry side.
1: Yeah, we we both. I think the Kennedy did both girls took both the. Both girls side, took the wet side, so yep. they, they end up wet at the end of the trip, which yep. then it rained. So I guess yep. it didn't really matter. Worked out just fine. Uh, yeah, that was it. Was really neat. We had the whole weekend was really neat. Like I said, I mean the tubing and the zip. We did
0: old time photos. I thought. I mean, I was looking forward to that because I just like those kind of photos. I think they're cool and and uh, but Wyatt he was not participating yeah, he, he liked the dressing up part and holding the gun but he did not want to have anything to do with like looking at the camera and smiling or being serious or whatever we we're trying to get him to do
1: yeah he's typically pretty good at the camera and i was thinking he wouldn't want to get dressed up in the cowboy clothes because typically he doesn't like to put clothes on or get dressed or undressed he just likes to be left alone and he dressed up as a cowboy pretty well i mean the guy dressed to put a shirt on him and a vest on him and a jacket on him and Got him all duded up with a hat on, and he did leave his yeah. hat. He left all of his stuff on, he took the hat off at the very end. But yeah. he uh, he got all dressed up to do it, and then when it came time to sit still and take the pictures, he wasn't he wasn't a fan of that part. But it still was, it turned, we have, I guess, one, one really good one of all of us, and the girls had a couple really neat ones, I think.
0: Yeah, and we went gym mining. Oh, yeah. How many parents out there do the gym mining? Oh, my goodness, what a waste of $10 for that <laughs> Yeah. Bucket of what? <laughs> yeah,
1: hats off to the gem mining owners because they have a really good deal going. <laughs> but uh, the idea of sitting there digging through some sand to find a couple spray-painted stones in very dirty water, it wasn't really. I don't think list.
0: these stones were spray-painted, but we did go by this one outfit that you could so tell that they had these huge rocks, you know, like the size of my head and bigger. And they were bright aqua and bright hot pink, and bright lime green, and you're like, yeah, you really go digging and mining for those color stones out in the, yeah, there in was, the mines.
1: Uh, it's but, they, like I said, my hat's off to them, because yeah. they definitely have, a, it's pretty, <laughs> it looks like a, a pretty good idea to, to, yeah. to own it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what else did we do? We um.
1: Well, we cooked out on, you know, we grilled at the campground, and, yep. and spent a lot of time at the playground. Wyatt likes to go to the playground, and the girls like to ride their bikes and explore around the campground, so they did a lot of that. and. There was actually uh
0: oh, and we put together puzzles. Oh that yeah, that was our nighttime. Carson. Yeah, Carson and you were the family puzzle, bonding the puzzle uh, puzzle makers. makers. You helped us with the last one, the big deer yeah, one. Yeah, a
1: couple picture, a couple
0: pieces. Couple pieces.
1: Probably five of the five hundred.
0: Yeah. So how about we get this brand new puzzle? It's three hundred pieces, and we go to put it together, and we're one piece short at the end.
1: Yep. Get yep. all done, and and we left it put together on the table for a, a day. Hoping that the piece would turn up under a pillow or somewhere. In one we'll of the probably kids find toys it sometime. It never showed.
0: Yeah, we'll find it. We kept the puzzle. We'll do it again one day. So our drive down there from traffic was kind of crazy. We were supposed to be a three and a half hour ride. We, it was a five hour ride.
1: So yeah, as the, the man who has to set up the camper when you get to the campground, my goal is always to to schedule our trip so we get there while it's still daylight uh, as anybody knows setting up a camper in the dark is not a lot of fun nor finding the level spot to park it as it took us uh, took actually time. I can't even say we succeeded because we ended up a little crooked all weekend hey, long Hey we succeeded we're still we, uh, married <laughs> Yeah we we <laughs> we got out of town a little bit later than we thought on Friday and then we got in the traffic everywhere we went and and got there after dark and Spent probably about a little over an hour trying to figure out how we're going to get the camper level and moving it around here and there. We finally got it all set up, but that's always setting up and and taking all out the of neighbors camper. that want to come out and help you and oh, talk yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the camper a little bit to neighbors. the left, a little bit to the right. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah.
0: probably the worst thing that happened is on the way home we had the bikes in the back, and the girls are always scared to death especially kennedy that something is going to fly off their bicycle you know we're going to lose a part or piece of their bicycle on the way home but we had wyatt's four-wheeler just a little quad power wheel small four-wheeler in the back that we took camping with us and next thing i know L Dub's like oops there goes wyatt's seat the seat flew off the uh, four-wheeler yeah and i didn't want kennedy to figure it out because then she would be worried the rest of the trip about anything on her bicycle so i was trying to keep it quiet you know, not make a big deal about it flying out. And I got online and I ended up finding one. Uh, so we're going to have one in a couple of days shipped to us, but we get home and Wyatt, we <laughs> put it out and Wyatt's it's like my seat, where my seat go.
1: Yeah. And then he climbed down and
0: <clears throat> <coughs> he wrote it without the seat. It without the seat yeah. So it was all good. Yeah. We, uh,
1: that Kennedy is bad on that. Kennedy's number one concern when you're in a traffic dilemma is that something of hers is going to fall out of the car. She, yeah. If it's icy roads, her concern is you're going to get into a snowbank and her teddy and blanket are going to fall out of the back of the car. Mm-hmm. Or uh, in, in the case of the pickup truck and bicycles, she's always concerned that the tassels are going to come off her handlebars. Yeah. Well, I she, think that she's, did she's, happen once. Yeah, which that is... must have set, <laughs> the, set the precedence on that one because she is, does not forget that if there's something in the back of the truck of hers, she uh, wants to keep a sharp eye on it.
0: Yep definitely so camping trip number one for the for the year was a success we will plan a few more of those before the as the summer progresses the kids are out of school for us their last day was a couple weeks ago and on tap I guess for them is a trip to California to spend some time with their dad and and me you and Wyatt are going to head up to Pennsylvania to our cabin for a week got a couple weeks planned there actually for the summer we like to go there a couple times during the summer and I don't know what else is on tap. Your birthday's in July. I've got to plan something big for that. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's your forty-first. Yep. I did so well with the fortieth. Come on, why don't you yeah, tell everyone the be, story?
1: It'll be a, a great. Like, I'm really looking forward to my forty-first birthday.
0: Why don't you tell me about your fortieth birthday? Oh, it was well, such a blast.
1: I'm I'm not a birthday person. Not a not a party person. Period. So birthday parties, any kind of party, is not really my thing. So
0: when we said that we were gonna, we were planned a um, trip to the beach in our camper with my sister Meredith and her husband now husband Jonathan and Jonathan has two girls that are our girls ages and so you know when I said hey do you want to go to the beach and this is the dates you know you I would have thought that you would have said hey that's my birthday maybe we'll be doing something different but you said yes so that was the signal to me that you agreed that that's where we were going to spend your birthday well
1: Leading up to my 40th birthday, which I say was the only birthday I think I've ever had where I had any kind of expectation of something big happening or something exciting, when you threw out the things about going camping to the beach that weekend, and then we were going to do this, or you were having this done, in the back of my mind the whole time for probably a month prior, I'm thinking to myself, oh she's setting me up for something, or something big going on. This is just a decoy. Oh, you thought to, that was a ploy, a, a ploy to yeah. pull my attention from what Got was going you. on. Remember with the. So Somebody's going to stay in the pool house. And I'm thinking, oh, we're remodeling the pool house turned into a hunting room or we're doing something big. And uh, so. Mind the- <coughs> you,
0: that I can't plan this great 40th birthday hunting trip in July. What do you hunt in July? Yeah, no,
1: I know. I right. would have had to okay. be a surprise in or something. Well, you always have we,
0: your 41st uh, to look forward to. Yeah.
1: So, so leading up, I, I think that I used all that as just a. I felt you were just trying to lure me away from what was really going to happen. So I didn't really think that's what we were going to end up doing. But it turned out great. And it was fun. um, I I can say that, you know, with Lordy Lordy Look Who's 40, that one's gone. So I I don't care that that I have another birthday party from here on out. So I'm good.
0: What about a nifty nifty Look Who's 50?
1: No, I'll
0: be be (laughs) fine all right well good no pressure i will tell you what they say about expectations is if you don't have any expectations then you won't get disappointed
1: i'm not like i said i I typically don't
0: it's over and done right i have the next july 20th 2014 to look forward to to plan you a party yep yeah we'll just celebrate all of your 40s all right well we'll keep you updated on our summer activities and and how the 41st birthday party goes all right, now we're going to head in to Ask Kelly. Remember that you can submit your questions on Twitter at Earnhardt Kelly using the hashtag Kelly, And we also will take them on Facebook if you want to go to my Facebook page, Kelly K. Earnhardt, and submit them there as well.
2: Our first question is from Ian Queen on Facebook. Given the infamous altercation in the powder puff race at Dirty Mo Acres, which we've actually talked about, I think maybe on a show that you two were both on. I think so. <laughs> would you ever consider racing Carson out on that track?
0: Oh, out on the track at Dale's, um, gosh, I don't know. It would probably be best if Carson and I didn't race against each other, right? Don't you agree? Yeah. L. Dove's shaking his head. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we, don't,
1: we do not need that.
0: <laughs> uh, you think I'm too competitive? and
1: I think you're both pretty competitive, yeah. so I think that it would be. Uh,
0: but the mom and me, I think, would prevail, and I would just let her Yeah, go, I, I can see a
1: lot, a lot of good coming out
0: yeah.
2: of that. Yep. Next question is from Jim Horton on Facebook. Has there ever been an instance where you can remember Dale Jr. getting mad at you over something?
0: Yes. Dale has got mad over me something when we were kids. Well, I wouldn't say we were kids. I was probably 14, and my dad bought me this old junker Volkswagen from the junkyard. I could ride it out on our property out on Highway 3 where Dale Horn Incorporated is now built, and he had a lot of logging roads and stuff there through the uh, woods. And Dale, so I was, Dale was 12-ish at the time, and, you know, Dale he loved cars and and little cars and and racing and playing, but he really wasn't much on driving stuff at that point. And we had a goat cart that our grandfather had built, and we we rode that some at our lake house. And he we I backed into the guide pole one time, and you know he got upset about that and got off. And you know teaching him how to ride a bike, and and he was just kind of leery on off all, all kind of wheels things like that for. For quite some time so i got this volkswagen and i would just barrel all around the log roads on the farm and one day i had him out there with me and i went around this really sharp curve on the logging road and i slammed his side of the volkswagen into a pine tree and on the volkswagen it had the running boards and so it flipped the running board obviously he couldn't open the door because of the pine tree but it also flipped the running board up into the door so he couldn't open the door at all and we got out and, like, pushed ourselves off the tree. And we were, I don't know how far back in the woods we were, but we were a good ways. And he said he was never riding with me again. He was walking back to the barn, which is where we kept the car, and he hoofed off. He got up there and told my dad this big old story, and it was history from there. So, yes, he's gotten mad at me um, a few times. Nothing I can remember of of really in our grown up career other than like scheduling and things like that you know sometimes things don't go his way and he has to do things sometimes that he may not want to do just because we schedule him a certain time or something like that but nothing really big i can think of
2: our next couple questions are from twitter at tiffany wolk wants to know is there anything you have a phobia of like snakes spiders heights
0: fire Oh, yeah, I do have a fire phobia. Yeah, that's, um, I don't really care about, you know, I don't mind spiders, snakes really that bad. Anything like that I can deal with. But um, I do have a phobia about fire, and I think it stems because in the third grade, Mine and Dale's house burned down. We lived with our mom in Kannapolis. And it was a really early morning fire. And all I remember is, you know, just being woken up in a rush and and sent outside. And our house was on fire. And that is actually what prompted us to move in with our dad uh, from our mom back then. So that, for me, I think is just an inherent built-in phobia of fire and I'm always scared about things being left on or things getting hot I just asked um, actually LW on the camping trip this weekend my plug-in for my phone was getting hot in the (laughs) plug and I was like can this cause a fire and I kind of I get like that in small spaces too like campers or boats and things like that I kind of get this phobia that something's going to happen so have a phobia of fire
2: at Skate on Freebird, wants to know about the other racers in your family. We've discussed your children and the Earnhardt side, but I don't think we've spoke about your grandfather, Robert G.
0: So, um, yeah, my grandfather, uh, Robert, was a racer, and, uh, you know, actually he built cars for lots of, of big names, Jeff Bodine, Darrell Waltrip. I know Dale's had a lot of fun on Twitter lately, uh, putting up a, a lot of old pictures that involve him and Darrell Waltrip. And so, you know, he had two sons, Jimmy and Robert G and and Robert works here with us and is an excellent, uh, they, they both had a body hanging business, Jimmy and Robert together. Um, when my grandfather was alive and then after his death in 1994 and, and Robert raced, I remember going, um, he raced dirt late models back at the old Concord when it was not where it is today. So he was a racer too. And on that side of the family, we've got, I've got a cousin who is a um, pit crew member. I think, it's no different than LW and I when you're a racer you just tend to gravitate towards more racing and and whether you marry you know another racer uh, like LW is and or you know in the case of my dad and mom they my mom was around racing therefore she met my dad because her dad was racing and you know, it just all spawns off from there. And, you know, even the Uries with the Gs and the Earnhardt. So it's, you know, it's just all intertwined on that side of things. When you're <laughs> your
1: people that you surround yourself with on a daily basis are racers, you tend that's to end up... Uh, a racer. racer. <laughs> yep, that's
0: what happens. Well, thank you for joining us on this week's Fast Lane Family. I hope you're enjoying everything. And LW and I are signing off now. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio.